All right, you ready for Christmas? No, are you? Yeah, I know. You're not ready for Christmas, are you? But you're ready for a Christmas uh, uh, narrative. Well, this morning, uh, I wanted to uh, talk about something I've never talked about. I've, I've uh, done a lot of Christmas preaching over the years, but I've never done this one. And uh, it was, it was kind of weird. I was just reading ne- what's next in my Bible from uh, last week. We talked about Mary's encounter. And then right after Mary's encounter, we see her running off to go visit with Elizabeth. And that's the reason I brought this Hebrews chapter 10 in, because there's something about when you have an encounter with God, you have to share it. You have to get with someone and encourage the faith of that thing being fulfilled in in that. And so, you know, the celebration of the advent of Christmas is really about the promises of God and His ability to break through the darkness and the encouragement that comes when we share that together. Amen? All right. So we're going to talk about these two ladies today. Uh, I, want to, I want to focus... Uh, now, I'm a guy. It, I, I think I should, have, I should have given these notes to a woman who would understand women. Men don't understand women, but, you, you know... Uh, you, 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 you never see two guys, you know, going, you know, going to the restroom, you know, at the, at, at the restaurant together. You know, it's, it's we, certain things we don't understand. But women, it's like, hey, we're going to the bathroom. Yeah, we're get, I guess we're going together. Uh, that, that's a thing that women do. Men don't do that. So there's a certain understanding we don't get. Uh, you guys got that? <laughs> and so I'm going to try my best to talk about uh, the, these things. But I, I want to focus uh, really on the, the essence of this, this story in three things. Uh, first of all, that these ladies knew, and even men can understand this, that regardless of your current circumstances, God is still calling us to see possibilities in the fulfillment of impossible things. And, you know, that Christmas is one of those times, and like I said earlier, it's one of those times where we lift our faith beyond ourselves. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. The second thing is that, that God has placed each of us, and we've talked about it already, in, our, in one another's lives to encourage the faith of what God is doing. You know, God was doing something inside of these women, literally, physically. Uh, but He was doing more than the physical work. There was something very spiritual and very, I mean, like the whole world was going to change because of these two ladies. You got John the Baptist and you got Jesus. So you got some big, big characters on, coming on the, on the scene. And this was beyond both of them. And then last but not least, I, I want to talk about awakening the prophetic in, in us. Because this is kind of the key to this part of the Christmas story. So are you guys ready? Here we go. I'm going to read the narrative and uh, let, let you guys uh, see, what, see what happens next. Okay, so we're in Luke 1, chapter, uh, verse 36, and this is what it says. Remember last week, the angel is talking to Mary, and, and so the angel is speaking to Mary and says, Behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who is called barren is now in our sixth month. You just got to stop and say, what? You know, so Mary, they didn't have the internet. 
They didn't have email, you know. I'm sure Elizabeth would have emailed after, right after she got pregnant and said, hey, Mary, I'm, I'm going to have a baby. But she didn't. Nobody knew. So the angel announces this amazing miracle. It's like, I didn't know that my, my, my cousin was pregnant. And so, uh, and remember, she's an old lady, and she's, and she's barren. And it, this is amazing. And, and, and then the angel says this, for nothing will be impossible with God. Can you guys say that with me? Nothing will be impossible with God. Can we say it again? Nothing will be impossible with God. Except nothing will be impossible with God. Exactly. There's not an except on there because nothing is impossible with God. And part of the Christmas story is for us to lift our eyes of faith up again and say, oh, but I thought that was impossible in my life. But God's saying, nope, not impossible. Check it out. And so Mary uh, finishes the conversation and uh, re- receiving this, this news that she's going to become pregnant. And she says this beautiful thing, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. And boy, wouldn't it be great if we all had that attitude? It's like, Lord, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. You guys up for that? All right, maybe we should say that. Let, let's just pray it right now. Lord, whatever you want to do. With me. Let's say it again. Lord, whatever you want to do with me. One more time. Lord, whatever you want to do with me. Did you mean it? Except. No exceptions. No exceptions. See, but this is the problem of, of modern faith is like we, we come to like, Lord, whatever, except. And Mary, is the, you know, the whole Christmas story is about people who are like, let it be unto me according to your word. Lord, do something in me. Wouldn't it be great if we lived our whole life as if God had a really radical purpose and plan for it and we decided to follow that one? Wouldn't that be better than living our miserable life trying to chunk along, trying to make it happen and maybe someday we'll retire and die in some old folks' home and, and go, oh man, I made it. Where? Where did you make it? No, you want to say, Lord, whatever you want to do in my life, do this thing in me. And and then that opens up the voice of God for you. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to do great things in you. He didn't create us to like, okay, let me relegate these people to the, you know, non-important people. None of you are not important. Every one of us, and we get into the story, and both these ladies, they see what God is doing inside of them. I mean, there's something, you know, we don't see that. We're like, oh, you're just normal people. No, you're children of God with the Spirit of God, with God working in you and promises and... Amen. Okay, I'm going to go on. And the angel departed from her. See ya. Now, at this time... Mary arose. <laughs> I, I just like that. When I was reading that, I was like, she was probably on the floor. You know, you get an angel, you just fall down, right? And it says, and Mary arose. We don't know uh, what, exactly what that. And went in a hurry. So it's like the first thing I've got to do, the first thing on my agenda is not getting pregnant by the Holy Spirit. My first thing on my agenda is going to see my cousin and sharing with her what God is doing in my life. And so 
Mary arose and went in a hurry to the hill country to a city of Judah, which unspecified, and entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. Man, made it. We don't know how long the journey was, but she gets in there and she greets Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. Woo! Doing somersaults like, woo! Uh, now, I've never been pregnant. Those ladies, you guys know, you know, you, I mean, I, I felt our kids, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, look, he's kicking, he's kicking, he's kicking. This guy was doing like, you know, he was like, woo, gymnastics, something, because something else was even happening in the baby John. He was like, I am in the presence of my cousin Jesus. He was like flipping out, wanted to get out. Okay. Anyway, that's how I see it. And the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. What? This is good, right? Baby's flipping. She's filled with the Holy Spirit. And then she just starts prophesying. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Whoa, blessed are you among women, happy. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? Because, of course, she didn't get the memo. Post wasn't working. She didn't, she's like, I would have emailed you, but they haven't invented email yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming in person. For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believes that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. Let me read that one again. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. And then they go on to this long song, which don't have time to, to talk through. Okay, so the first thing, you guys ready? First point is that both of these ladies had experienced something that was dramatic that they thought God couldn't do, right? One was old, beyond the childbearing age. So speaking to older people, there's no older people in this room, thankfully. Just kidding. Uh, you know, because there's a certain point, even when you get my age, you're like, ah, maybe God's done with me. Maybe, you know, maybe, you know, we had a good run. We're, you know, we're, things, things are going pretty good, but you know, maybe, maybe it's time to settle by the side. Not even. You kidding? God's got crazy stuff still in store for us. Do you believe that? Right, Maria, believe that? You're not done yet. Uh, no, don't, don't, don't get done. We're just getting started. Who knows what the Lord wants to do through you? We have no idea. But we'll say it's impossible first. And, and the, the, one of the big questions, and a lot of times I'll write down my notes, I'll write down, what's the one thing I want us to remember out of this message? Ready? Here's the one thing, is there's probably something in your heart that you still believe God can't do, and God wants to unearth that. What is it? What is the, what's the one thing that God can't do in your life? You figure it out. Some of you have already said it. You've already told God, God, I know you can't do this. Yes, he can. Oh, yes, he can. Thank you, Maria. Okay. See, the Advent story is about a God of possibilities and impossibilities. And a lot of, us, a lot of times we, 
we focus on what God can't do. We're like, ah, oh, yeah, I know, but God can't do this thing. But this story is they, they looked at each other and said, look, I'm old. God did an amazing thing. Mary says, hey, I'm not, I haven't even slept with a guy, and God's doing a great thing. I mean, two, one's young, one's old. God's still working no matter what. In fact, I, I, I read in Acts 2 that when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to visit both the old and the new and the young. You know that there's no one excluded from what God is wanting to do in our lives. Okay, so here's the big question for you guys, think, thinking of possibilities, is what is it that you want the Lord to do for you? What is it you want the Lord to do for you? Everybody got in your mind? I mean, you know, it, it can be a lot of things. Take this from me, Lord. You know, deliver me from this. Help me get ahead of my, my fears and my worries. Help me to stop worrying about the wrong things, right? That happens all the time. We, we get caught in that. You know, help me to approach you with certainty, without fear. You know, help me to find you. You know, that's, that's been my, you, you know, you, you go through these uh, kind of waves with God. I don't know if you do. It's like closeness with God. It says, draw near to God, which means I'm not near to God. <laughs> I'm not feeling near to God. And, and this Christmas time is meant for people to say, oh, yeah, I can come really close to God. But sometimes even when we draw close to God, he seems further from us than we would appreciate. You know, I'm, I'm like, God, you know, I need you closer to me. Crickets. Uh, you know, Lord, I'm coming to you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Crickets. Lord, I know you're asking me to trust you in the crickets. You too? So there's sometimes, you know, there's kind of this wave of, I can see God and I can hear God and I can sense God. And then there's times when it's like, I don't. Because God doesn't work, he, you know, it's in those times that we get to just say, Lord, it's by faith that I'm coming to you. Come to me. Okay. So, and then, so what does the Lord want to do in you as well? And I, I was thinking of that, you know, reading our Hebrew scripture. It says, you know, cleanse me from a guilty conscience. Do you guys have, have any guilt in your, in your life? You feel guilty about anything? Do you? Anybody want to confess? The Bible says we should confess our faults one to another. So anybody? Anybody? But we're called to just come close to God and get sprinkled because the blood of Jesus is what cleanses us from guilt. So if we feel guilt, we just come to him and say, Lord, you know, I feel guilty about this. A lot of Christians, sometimes they, they feel guilty. It's like, oh, I haven't spent any time with the Lord. Well, that's, that's easy to fix. Today's a good day to spend time with the Lord, but I feel guilty, you know. And I, every time I, I, that happens to me, and it, it does from time to time, I always hear the Lord say, that's not what this is about. <laughs> it's not about doing time, you know. That's what jail is. That's religion. Religion's doing time. How many times have you been to church? How many times did you read your Bible? How many times did you witness somebody? How many? It's like, we're not doing time. We're doing relationship. <laughs> Do you want to hang out with me? Yeah, let's hang out together. All right, let's go on. So the possibilities of your life are endless in God. And I want us to get the sense from the Lord this morning and from these scriptures that 
God wants to do things that are beyond what you're thinking he's able to do. All right, number two. God has put people in our life to encourage us, to serve us. You know, now think about this. So Mary shows up, and how many months pregnant is Elizabeth? Six. How many women here have ever been six months pregnant? Is that, the mo- is that the most comfortable time in the pregnancy? I know some of you are like, there's no comfortable time. Exactly. Because Mary wasn't just there to celebrate her, you know, it's like, hey, let's celebrate together. Oh, you're six months pregnant. That looks hard. It's like, oh, don't worry. You're, you're on your way. You'll see that too. Uh, that's not what they said to one another. But Mary said, I want to go serve my, my cousin. I want, I want to be there to help her. And it says that she stayed three months. Now, if you add six and three, what do you get? You get a baby. <laughs> That's right. You add six and three, it's a baby. Uh, so she stayed until the baby came, which was really helpful to Zechariah because he was going, he was like going around the house, can't talk. You know, I just, you know, Zechariah is not mentioned much. It just says that she showed up to Zechariah's house where Elizabeth was. And, and I think about Zechariah. That's, a, that's really one of my favorite Advent stories is because he didn't believe God. And God said, okay, you're not talking. And it's like, oh, man, the, you know, the best thing that God's ever done for me, I can't even talk about. But it did say that he had some kind of pencil and paper because every once in a while he would jot something down. You know? So, uh, I don't know. They're, it's a man thing. Anyway, we're, we're talking about women women today. Okay. So, Mary immediately went to go find her partner in faith because she was going to need encouragement from Elizabeth, but she also wanted to encourage Elizabeth because she hadn't heard Elizabeth's story either. She didn't know about John and what John was going to do. Uh, that this, it wasn't just like, oh, great, you're going to have a baby. But God has a specific baby for inside of you. Just like each and every one of us had kids that God has specifically chosen for our lives and wanted us to encourage us in. Okay. And then, so she went to encourage her. And while she went to encourage her, God did something amazing. And that is she found great encouragement for herself. And I, and I, love, I, I love what she, what she says here. She says, blessed, blessed are you among women. You know, it wouldn't be great if you walked in the house and, and your wife said to you, blessed are you among men, husband. You are so, such a blessing in my house. Wouldn't it be great if we greeted one another that way? And, you know, or, or the wife, your wife comes home and you're like, blessed are you among women. You're, 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 you are awesome. Would you feel good? Be better than, hey, babe, what's for dinner? It's like a little different. Anyway, let's, let's move on. So Mary went to her partner in faith. And I want to encourage all of us here that when God's doing something inside of us, it's important for us to share that with another person who God's doing something inside of. I, there's the, the, the crisis of American Christianity is we think that our faith is alone. 
And it doesn't really grow to the magnitude that God wants it to grow in until you share what God's doing inside of you. God's doing something inside of you. And you might not even know until you share it with another person. You say, you know what? God's doing something inside of me. And that's the reason that we don't not meet together. Is Sometimes it takes a little while. How's the weather? How's the sports teams? How's 49ers? How's this? And then we get to, how's your soul? What is God doing? There's a good question to ask one another at lunch today. Is what's God doing in your life today? And what does God want to do if there were no impossibilities on the table? You ask those two questions, you're going to get somewhere. All right. Let me uh, leave with this last point, and then maybe we'll have a little practice too. So the Holy Spirit comes on Elizabeth, and she starts sharing exclamations and encouragements from the Lord. Okay? Uh, it, when, when you do, do a study of the, the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament, we're still, we're still haven't had the pour, pouring out of the Spirit in Acts 2 yet. The Holy Spirit would often, not often, but from time to time, would come upon people. Uh, the, this happened a lot during uh, kind of the, the, the first kings and all this. You had a lot of prophets and people going around, and, and they're like, hey, is that guy a prophet too? Is that guy a prophet? And Saul, you know, he starts prophesying. Now, when we think about prophecy, a lot of times it's like, okay, what's going to happen in the future? Uh, you know, but in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3, it says that prophecy is this for strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. They're words that strengthen, encourage, and comfort one another. How many people here could use a little strengthening? How many could use a little encouragement? How many can use some comfort? Okay, how does that happen? Well, how it happens is that once we're connected to one another, the Lord starts to show us areas where we can encourage them. Like, let's, let's just say, for instance, let's say, for instance, Maria uh, was praying for her son. Never happens, but no, happens there every day. Um, and she's like, oh, I'll pray for my kids. Do you guys pray for your kids? Okay. And some of the kids are here like, what? I'm getting prayed for? I'm in trouble. Uh, God's going to do something. Okay. But when somebody shares a prayer request or what God's doing or what's impossible, then we can listen to the Holy Spirit and say, what word of encouragement can I bring about for God to secure this in your heart? So I'm praying for Maria, and she says, oh, will you pray for my son? I say, ah, let me pray for your son. But then the Holy Spirit speaks and says, Maria, let me encourage you. I'm doing this right now, real time. The Lord knows everything that's going on with your son, Joey. You know that. And you know that God has had a call in his life his whole life. You know that. And you know that God's calling is without is irrevocable. It, 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 never, it never goes away. And that no matter where he is in, your, in this life right now, God is working towards his purposes in that calling. So be encouraged. Just trust. Amen. Now, see how simple that was? How many need that? I need that. 
every day because there's tough stuff going on. I need encouragement. I need strengthening because I get weak. You know, sometimes I'm like, Ugh. and somebody can come alongside. And all they have to do is say, hold on, hold on. The Lord wants to strengthen you for this next season. You have no idea how much power by the Holy Spirit. He wants to invigorate you and get a cup of coffee. Anyway, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, you never know what the Lord wants to do, right? And then comfort. It's like, oh, man, all is lost. I need the, I need the Holy Spirit. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, first of all, so this is, I, w- I want us to practice, and then I'll leave you with something. Sometime today, I won't make you practice it real time right now. Share a prayer request of something that's like hard with someone. Um, and then if you receive the prayer request, ask the Lord to speak to that. Just speak to it. Speak what the Lord would say or what the Lord really is saying. Because if Jesus was standing in front of you, he would be encouraging you drastically. Do you know that? You think that when you come to Jesus, he's like, oh, yeah, that sin, that sin, that sin, that sin. No. When Jesus shows up, he's like, that encouragement, that encouragement, that encouragement, that encouragement. And you're like, what about my sin? He's like, I paid for that like 2,000 years ago. <laughs> Why? What are you guys doing? You're still back 2,000 years ago. Stop looking in the rearview mirror. Get the encouragement that I'm looking for. All right. And here, I'm going to leave you with this verse. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what the Lord had spoken to her. When I read that verse this week, I was just taken by it. Because the blessing of our life comes when we say, Lord, I know that you're going to fulfill your word in me. And so as we close this morning... I want you to join me. Let's draw near to God, okay? Let's bow our heads. Close our eyes. Let's get centered. Let's draw near to God. Lord, we're grateful that You are our Lord God and that you sent your son Jesus that there would be nothing in our way of receiving your full life. And this morning, I know that for all of us, we get ground down in our faith. Sometimes we're like, I, I can't really believe for anything anymore because things haven't gone exactly the way I wanted them to go in the past. And that's why you bring us to Christmas every year, to remind us, just when you've given up, that's when I show up. And so, Lord, this morning for those places where we've given up, We pray that you would now encourage us and bring about the fulfillment of your purposes in our lives. Lord, and we know that we're blessed when we say yes to those words that you speak to us. 
Lord, we stand against the enemy's lies that somehow the Lord is done with us or somehow that doesn't apply to me. When the truth is that Mary's story and Elizabeth's story is our story, that you have great purpose for our, all of our lives. Thank you for just blessing us with this great understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for those who have joined us online. Be encouraged. Share your prayer request. Your meeting doesn't have to be here, but call somebody, reach out to someone who needs some encouragement or that you need encouragement from today. And uh, we will see you soon. God bless you. And uh, we'll see you later. And for the rest of us, as we share in our uh, lunch together, let's share those prayer requests. Let's share what's, what's happening inside of us. Let's not just talk all about the 49ers. Sorry, Dennis. Just checking. <laughs> that was a bad loss last week. Anyway, all that to say, God bless you. Thanks. Uh, and uh, yeah, be encouraged today. In Jesus' name. See ya.